oh yeah have you even started demon slayer yet here's here's the the cold hard truth i actually did start it i watched the first three episodes and didn't really like it but i never told anybody because i didn't want you to be upset with me but i think that i am going to release them on my channel and see how it goes is why i was talking to lisa about where i should go Uh and so i've decided i'm gonna watch the first seven episodes and then go from there that's fine and it's fine if you don't like it even it's not fine. You like should it. like it. I'm kidding. You don't have I'm kidding. To like everything <laughs> that we like. This is why Lisa's name is Lethal Lisa. Welcome to Okay, But Hear Me Out, a healthy conversation podcast about our favorite fandoms and latest obsessions. I'm your host, Cassie. And I'm Lisa. And on this podcast, our friends and I will be trying to convince each other to dive into our latest favorites. (laughs) I had it and I moved it. Just I was writing notes. This happens every time, Natasha. Have this conversation. <laughs> this is gonna be a running joke in the podcast. I... I was just writing notes and I moved this the, the page, and I was like, "Wait, I should have waited till afterwards." Anyway, I was gonna edit that out. <laughs> no, I'm gonna I'm keeping it because it's a running joke now. I'm the worst. Anyway, <laughs> this podcast is mostly geared towards anime slash manga. However, we have many other not so guilty pleasures that we are happy to share. And before we get into some things, I actually want to make a little amendment because, as you said, um, you've said this many times, but I'm dumb. But I'm talking to myself now, talking about myself. I'm dumb. In the last episode, which I just finished uh, editing, I mentioned that I read a lot of YA, and that is not the case because I apparently don't know what YA is. I just focused on the Y part, not the A part. (laughs) (laughs) I... Yeah, <laughs> I'm dumb. I've only focused on the Y and not the A. Because <laughs> my roommate so lovingly pointed out to me that YA and teen fiction are the same thing. And I did not know that. I have always referred to young adult, I don't know why, as kids books and teen fiction as teen fiction. I was like, why do they have two separate titles if they're the same thing? No, but, not the same thing. I mean, children are not young adults. I do get that, but... Yes, I just wanted to amend that, that I don't actually read a lot of YA. I read a lot of Y. <laughs> so a lot of that, at least in my store, we separate that by children's books and then middle grade books. So like children okay. would be like fifth and below middle grade, obviously middle school. And then YA is the 14 through 17 year old spectrum. See, and will. now I'm more educated. So yeah, I read, I don't get me wrong. <laughs> I still read a lot of fiction. Like, stuff that you would just find in the actual fiction section. But I also read a lot of, like, kids' books. Like, you know, your typical, like, Lightning Thief, things like that. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. So that's me. I don't read a lot of teen fiction because they're all angsty. If I do anyway. read YA, I tend to stick to uh, fantasy because, like, mm-hmm. most, like, YA romancy things I've obviously outgrown. And they are very angsty and they are children experiencing their first love and know nothing about the world so yeah yeah, I get that so that is my one amendment to the last episode not that it's important but I was just like "Ah, I'm gonna correct myself 
So with that little amendment aside, today we are joined by our very first guest. Please welcome our friend Natasha. (laughs) (laughs) You are amongst friends, Natasha. So would you like to introduce yourself or, you know, whatever? Yeah. Well, I'm Natasha and I met. Kathy and Lisa through uh, work. Work, yeah. Yes. The work. The work. Good times. That was good times. So, Natasha, I'm going to ask you some questions that I did send you in advance so you'd have time to think about them, unlike (laughs) me and Lisa, who just struggled through the whole thing. But if you struggle, it's okay. Uh, Just have a couple questions. So that our audience can know you just a little better. So of all the mediums, which is your most not so guilty pleasure? And if it gives you any examples, Lisa said literature and I said anime. Okay. Lately, I've been into audiobooks a lot. Oh. That's because they're easy to listen to and make me focus at work. But I still do love manga and reading it. I read a lot online. And then the ones I love online, I just collect and want to have. <laughs> All and of us. I go watch the anime. <laughs> <laughs> my current problem with my wallet. <laughs> yes. Always yeah. the current problem. I'm limiting myself to two books. Two books. A week? A month? Every <laughs> bi-weekly? Uh, <laughs> wow, I didn't think this far ahead. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> books a day? Yeah, I'm tr- exactly, right? <laughs> I'm trying to limit myself to two books a week after I pay bills. Yes. Uh, that's my okay. caveat. I think, I mean, okay. it's easy for you because you actually work at a bookstore. I think- that's not easy. <laughs> so not easy. No, I'm saying that you, you know, you're surrounded by books. So, you know. For me, I think that if I could make the trip out to the bookstore, because they're kind of far away, mm-hmm. then yeah, I'm I'm trying to aim for, limit myself to two books per trip, which, you know, could potentially be weekly, but no more than that, I don't think. Which is hard when there's so, much, so many series I'm interested in right now <laughs> that are constantly coming out with new things, mm-hmm. but... Now that we've gotten on that random side tangent, which I may or may not edit out, Natasha, what is your favorite or top five of all of your fandoms? It doesn't have to be just anime. Hmm. One Piece. So, yeah. I mean, <laughs> As you stare at the one. Luffy poster behind <laughs> you. Like right by her head. <laughs> I think one of my tops would have to be Fruits Basket because I love romance. And silently cheering then, over here. <laughs> Lisa, you should watch it. So I'll get good. There. Oh, so good. I can't, I can't not <laughs> love it. And then I fell in love with Demon Slayer next. And then, because that's like my second side one I love is like Toilet Bound Hanako. That's like the third one. I just I'm love in the, the process of reading that one. That. Yeah. Yeah, it's very cute. I haven't started it, but it has been popular at my store. <laughs> yeah. 
I like the, the, the anime and the yeah, yeah the art. The way they showcase the art in the anime is really nice because it's such strange animation. If I could say not strange yeah, in a bad way. Weird. Yeah, it's just strange. It's just so interesting, and mm-hmm. it has like this light-hearted air about it while also being kind of creepy. And I don't normally yeah. like creepy. I know you guys know I I'm, I don't do that. <laughs> But I still find the story very interesting. Yeah. And then my last one is probably just One Piece because I fell in love with that story and it's amazing. <laughs> but also, like, Haikyuu is in my face. <laughs> yeah. Which is perfect for this episode. Okay. Last question for now. Mm-hmm. What is your experience with having open conversations with people in your favorite fandoms? Um, my experiences have always been really good just because we, I notice like little keychains or anything on like people's, like what they're wearing or their merch that they have. And then I just gush to them about that because I love that same thing too. So it's just always positive and I always make new friends out of it. so nice yeah (laughs) I do love I mean we talked about this I may or may not have shortened it or edited it out but we all met because we all worked at the same place and we all became such good friends because we were all nerds and we were like oh my gosh my people (laughs) (laughs) yep I think I remember the first time I realized Natasha was a nerd as well is someone went to buy an item for her in her card had like some sort of anime thing on it. it I don't remember Hunter, which Hunter one. It was. Oh, it was. It was. Okay. It was <laughs> the license. Hunter, Hunter license card? So yeah. do I. That's why I was like, wait, I have the same thing. And that's why I was like, wait, whose is that? And they were like, oh, this is Natasha's card. I, I ran to go find her and I was like, Natasha, you like Hunter Hunter? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, so do I. <laughs> that's so fun yeah I was like that's what it was I was like that's when I first discovered Natasha like that and I was like great and then we like obviously found like everyone else as well I think that I knew Natasha was a a nerdy person because we were on break together and I saw her phone Uh. (laughs) which is always changing always always. Lisa I feel like because we came from the same department previously, but hadn't known each other. Everyone kind of expected us to know each other. And so we kind of got to know each other because everyone expected us to know each other and because they kept confusing us for the same person. Yeah, I'm still surprised how in the, the time that we were in the same department, we never crossed paths. I don't. Yeah, I don't get it. It's so weird. Like the department's big, but also it's small at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> So transitions, we all know they're not my my forte, but thank you, Natasha, for sharing your answers with us. But before we begin, I also need to share with you the rule of the podcast, which I did send you in advance, but just in case you didn't know, there is only one rule, and it's that our feelings are canon, Yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So our feelings are real to us, even if they, if other people don't understand them, our feelings are still real to us. So we don't want to bash other people for feeling different things than us. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, we should respect each other, their opinions and choices. And, you know, this is meant to be a healthy conversation podcast, not a shaming, arguing, or belittling podcast. And Mm -hmm. if anybody has a problem with that, your negativity could be used more productively elsewhere. 
So now that we know the rule of the podcast, let's start this conversation. So today, in case people didn't read the title of this podcast, we're talking about haiku. <laughs> so I will tell you that I'm going to talk about sports anime in general first. And Natasha, though she's our guest, she's going to be talking about haiku mostly. I'm going to talk about sports anime in general and we are going to actively work together to convince Lisa to watch it because she has never like she's she's never read anything never watched anything haiku related and I don't think you've ever watched any sports anime correct correct oh my gosh you are in for a whole new world I apparently I'm not a big sports person so that's why I never gravitated towards it but I'm more than open to be convinced otherwise I have an argument for that Okay. (laughs) So I'm going to go first. I'm going to talk about sports anime in general in case, well, for you, Lisa, but in case anybody who's listening to this happens to not know anything about sports anime or is on the fence about it, you're going to know some things. And then once I do that, Natasha's going to take over and talk about Haikyuu and why it's amazing and why you, Lisa, and everyone listening should watch it, read it, be obsessed with it. We are obsessed. It's so good. (laughs) I'm actually wearing a Haiku tank top, but I got really cold, so I put on my Muses sweatshirt over it. <laughs> so cute. So, what is sports anime? So, I found a really nice definition from fanlore.org. It says, quote, sports anime is an umbrella fandom linking together anime and manga fandoms, usually regarding team sports such as Free, Haiku, Kuroko no Basuke, and Yamamushi Pedal which, although they do not share characters, have in common a focus on teamwork, friendship, achievement, and passion. Which I think was a really nice, all-encompassing way to talk about sports anime. (laughs) Sports ball. Yeah. So, thank you, fanlore.org, for that definition. Basically, what that means, in case that was too long for you, there are just some... Things that even though they are not like they don't have the same characters, they're not always about the same sports. They're all you know usually about different sports. They do have common themes. They are commonly under the shonen category, and mm-hmm. excuse me, they usually have all male characters. Aside from the team managers, the team managers are always female. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe not always, but pretty much anything I've watched has always been a female team manager. This they usually. I'm going to say usually, not always, but usually they feature an underdog team. And the sport does get explained to you as the story goes, usually through the characters explaining it to a new team member or someone who doesn't know the sport that well. So, yeah. And then, you know, there's just this really big, like the last sentence said, there's just a really big focus on teamwork and friendship and accomplishment and just the passion. There's so much passion. It's so. Yeah, there's so much passion, and it's great. It, it's infectious. It really is infectious, mm-hmm. which I'll talk a little bit about in a second. So my first talking point to counteract what Lisa just said, <laughs> you may feel like you need to know a lot about sports or be into sports in order to watch sports anime, but you really don't. Okay. <laughs> Not only do the rules get explained, like I just said, But the way they present each sport is enticing and in true anime fashion. On the one hand, it kind of feels like the things that they do are super impossible. (laughs) And in some cases, that is true because it's an anime. However, many times the authors 
of these stories, they have like played the sports or they're really big enthusiasts of the sport. And so they do put a lot of realistic moves and tactics into the stories as well. So it's not always fantasized. So I'm just saying, you don't have to be a fan of sports. Frankly, I do not like sports and I'm from Texas. So <laughs> that says a lot. I do not like sports. I don't, but like, I actually, one of my favorite sports anime is a football sports anime because it just made it so interesting and it's funny because I never liked football before yeah see that's what I find a little funny about Haikyuu is I've I've played it's about volleyball right yes Mm -hmm. yeah see I played volleyball I was even on the team in high school I just after the team I was like yeah (laughs) it was JV but um even after I I, even after I just you know didn't really do the sport much because like theater took up a lot of my time so I chose no, that's to do that instead of the sports but yeah I, w- I was I was on a team <laughs> so, I, so I'm like surprised-ish but also it's just like the team was fun but it, it served its purpose so I was like okay do I want to watch a whole anime on it? I mean I've heard good things about it especially with the way Natasha raved about it <laughs> I just never sat down and watched it <laughs> my second talking point is the way that sports anime is animated is super cool. I mean, especially in Haikyuu, but just in general, the way they animate it is super cool. I remember specifically when Free first came out, I everyone was just like, oh, it's fan service and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, sure. But did you see the way they animated the water? <laughs> it's so pretty. <laughs> and I mean, I've told Lisa this. I don't know if you knew this about me, Natasha, but I did want to be an animator once upon a time. So like I sometimes like zone in on animation. I'm like, oh, that looks so nice. <laughs> so mm. yeah, the, the, the animation is super cool. Often, you know, in sports anime, especially Haikyuu, they will like do like slow down moments, kind of like they do in like actual games where you can do like a replay slow-mo version. Mm-hmm. And this is like, and I mean, sometimes they even do it from multiple angles, which I mean, I guess it's like unrealistic, but it kind of is, you know, nowadays with technology. But, you know, they usually will like slow it down. And this really allows you as the audience to like really appreciate what's happening because sometimes, at least for me in like real life sports, it's like too fast. And I can't always follow what is happening or, like, who has the ball mm-hmm. if it's a sport with the ball. Like, I just – I'm like, what, what, what? <laughs> so that's what I love about sports anime is that they key in on the – on not necessarily each move, but the movements. And, you know, they really zone in on the important moments if it's, like, a really important play or whatever. And, like, it just really helps you know what is always happening. And that is something that I really love about it. Mm-hmm. And they – like so they like wit like mm, words <laughs> because they do this like with this tactic of slowing stuff down they're just showing how impressive the characters are but also showing off the animation so that's what i like about it i really appreciate that my next point is that they usually mix playing the sport with slice of life stuff to like break up the action and also like humanize the characters so while I do, I mean, I love action. I love Shonen as much as the next person. But sometimes if it's just action all the time, it kind of overloads my brain. Mm-hmm. So that's what I love about sports anime in general is that it does a great job of dispersing the action of playing the sport. Um, and, of course, you know, facing off against your rival team with, you know, everyday school life or home life. Especially because, like, most sports anime is, like, a high school 
or a team, like high school team. Usually, not always. Mm -hmm. And then I have like a little side note in my notes here. I have this fun article that you and anyone listening can check out. It is from CBR.com, and it's called The 10 Best Things About Sports Anime. And it lists like a few more things in a detail about why the genre is so fun. So I will link that in the description. But I think that you guys should check it out because it's pretty fun. And probably more eloquent than I. (laughs) (laughs) And as far as my wrap-up points go, it's kind of hard to say if anime or manga is better when it comes to this genre. Because I think it kind of depends on the story. With Haikyuu, I love watching it because the manga, like especially in the beginning, is a little wordy because they're trying to explain everything. And I don't mind that because I want to understand everything, but it can be a little dense on the page, especially in like manga version when there's like whole like full paragraphs happening. Not that I can't read a full paragraph. We've discussed that I we love to read, so I can read. <laughs> sometimes I question it, but I can. But yeah, sometimes it gets a little much. However, that's not always the case, because in the case of the football anime I was telling you about earlier, it's called Ice Shield 21, which is my personal favorite sports anime. I actually like reading it more than I like watching it. And I guess Mm. in that case, it would be a sports manga, not a sports anime. But it kind of could be the possibility that I actually read it before I watched it. But I really, you know, I just think it just depends on the form that it is presented to you in and what you just prefer. I also think there's the possibility that some sports anime are just an anime form, like Yuri on Ice or Free. They do not have manga, at least not at the time of this recording and not to my knowledge. And I did look it up. I wanted to be sure. But (laughs) in which case, you know, if that's the case, you don't really need to choose. But that's the only thing I can say about sports anime. Sometimes it's hard to read. And, you know, it is fun to see the action. And again, the way they animate it is really interesting. So that's pretty much all I have to say on sports anime in general. My little dissertation on why everyone should watch sports anime. (laughs) Thanks for coming to our TED Talk. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I, if I could just say, I love, love, love sports anime. And I don't, again, I don't like sports really, but I love sports anime. It is so fascinating, so interesting, so passionate. And it really like, yeah, it really just makes you feel energized and inspired to do stuff i don't know how to describe it feel good yeah it's like they give you that serotonin of teamwork and feeling good and you just want to get up and do that thing yeah (laughs) so at this point i'm gonna hand it off to you natasha the only thing i wanted to know i didn't know if you had like a summary of haiku i always try to do like a summary of what it is so that people who may not know can kind of get a gist and Mm -hmm. for the people that we're trying to convince such as Lisa Mm -hmm. I did write a summary but if you have a summary you can make that summary and then I will give you I'll I'll hand it over to you so you can make some points there is a little summary so Haikyuu is about the Hinata this boy who's a short middle school student and he just gained this really sudden love for volleyball uh, while watching a national championship. And so from watching that and that short person playing the national championship inspired him to want to be in a volleyball team. 
because usually if you're short in a volleyball team, it doesn't work very well most of the time. <laughs> Unless you're the libero. Yeah. And me being five feet my whole life. <laughs> so he has to, uh, he wants to become like the little giant, Aww. essentially. So it's very, very cute. So he joined, when he got in high school, he joined the volleyball club and that's kind of where it starts off through all of their trials and <laughs> yeah love for volleyball yeah I will say Lisa if you do go watch it which I hope you do the <laughs> the first episode I don't want you to get confused because the first episode starts when he's in when he sees that championship game and he's in middle school mm-hmm. and then the second or the end of the first episode beginning of the second episode is when he gets to high school there's yeah. a little bit of pre pre gaming. Yeah. Yeah. Pre gaming. <laughs> I have to like set up the story. <laughs> yeah. I know I wrote in my notes that he's able to enter his first tournament, but his uh dreams are crushed right away by Prodigy Player. Mm-hmm. Not losing hope, he keeps practicing and is able to enter the high school with the volleyball team he's always admired. Yeah. Only to find that his prodigy rival has gone to the same school. Yeah. <laughs> Can't get a break. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, you will, when you watch it, because I'm just putting it into the universe, you will watch it. And Hinata Kageyama are amazing. They're amazing. <laughs> they're, I love them. They are like, even though they have their moments where they like, they, I mean, they're always arguing, let's be real, but mm. they're one of the, one of the really good, like, shonen rivalries. I think their rivalry is really well done and I really love their their rivalry friendship relationship that they have. Mhm. Okay. It's a is lot. it similar to like Bakugo and Deku type of rivalry or Yes, except it's... Kagayama doesn't want to kill him. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, not not everyone's going to be like Bakugo. <laughs> it's just it's in a different way. He might lint, but yeah. okay. But they are, in that sense, they are always competing with each other. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Even just to get to the gym, they'll, like, run. <laughs> yeah. And they're, like, on the same team. It's, like, a little different from Bakugo and Deku, yeah. where they are always fighting. But because mm-hmm. they're on the same team and they have to work together to win championships. Yeah. So they have to learn to like each other. <laughs> yeah which i think is really well showcased in season two when Mm -hmm. they're like that i won't give too much away because lisa hasn't watched it but they're like trying to like learn new stuff new skills and whatever Mm -hmm. and they're kind of like growing like the whole team is kind of growing at the same time and it's really it's just a really nice arc plus you get to beat lots of fun other teams that have great characters (laughs) everything is introduced very like skillfully and yes. like you get a grasp of the team and then you can like get introduced to new teams that are their rivals instead of the boys being rivals themselves. It transitions into their rivals against other teams and they're working together. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just very endearing almost. Our friendship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, friendship. I love friendship. <laughs> My favorite ship. 
So, Natasha, anything that you would like to say without me disrupting? Because I feel so bad. I'm always disrupting you. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. But anything you'd like to say to Lisa or me or, you know, the random people of the Internet? (laughs) Why they should like Haikyuu, why they should watch Haikyuu? It's just such, I mean, all the points we've talked on, it's just such a feel-good story. And I just, it will make you fall in love with volleyball, even though you don't play volleyball. Like, I wanted to play volleyball after watching and reading it, and I don't like sports that much either. (laughs) I was a dancer, but I wanted to pick up a volleyball and play volleyball, (laughs) and I didn't know anything about it. It's just a really... I love the friendships and the dynamics of it. Everything we've basically touched on. It's just <laughs> so lovely, I feel like. It's very sweet. It makes you laugh and cry with them. Oh my and gosh. It just makes you love the characters. <laughs> yeah. Really good. So is there any... I don't know how to word this. Because I know that you had, like, points. Like, anything specific? Like, I know that you pulled out your Haikyuu manga. Is there anything that you think that is, like, this is the reason, like, this moment here, with maybe without, like, spoilers, but, like, this is why you should watch it. Or this... Uh, I don't know how else to word it. <laughs> no, I, I get what you're saying. Like, thinking about it, what kept me watching it just was their love and like friendship for each other because this was like during the pandemic when I watched it and I just wanted those feelings too yeah like the love and friendship and once I read it all like in the end of the manga when I'm not gonna spoil it but there's just a point where I just like sobbed I'm like (laughs) (laughs) but it was so, the so manga great, is like, finished? feel good. Yeah, um, the manga is finished. So. Mm-hmm. Helpful. <laughs> it's 45 volumes. <laughs> oh, that's nothing. Yeah. If it's done, I can get those, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but it's just, I don't know, I just can't explain my love for it. It just is such a feel-good sports anime. And I've never ran into a feel-good sports anime like that. Yeah. So... No, that's what I was trying to tell Lisa when I was talking about, we did an episode on Fruits Basket, and, well, I talked about Fruits Basket, and mm-hmm. I told Lisa, I was like, it is, hands down, one of my absolute favorites, best ending I've ever read, but it's really hard for me to tell you why it's so good, <laughs> because mm-hmm. it's just so good, you should just go watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, you should just go watch it so you're, so yeah. everybody we just be like just watch it yeah so <laughs> that's what you're saying about Haikyuu for us should tell us should tell you yeah the way I explain it to Lisa is that if I spent my money my my little money outside of paying my bills <laughs> on stuff uh-huh. then I must really love it yeah, yeah. well cool yeah. so I think what you are trying to say Natasha yeah. is that the friendships are great. Mm-hmm. The rivalry is great. The dynamic of the characters is great. Mm-hmm. And it makes you, it just inspires you, which we talked about a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I will say I have some random wrap-up points for Lisa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there are a lot of side characters. 
Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> That's not so, a bad thing, but we know how, like... Yeah. Well, I don't so, know if you know this about this, me, me, know this about me, Natasha, but, like, as much as I love ensembles on some things, if an anime has too many, I get so confused so easily. I was telling mm-hmm. Cassie this is why it took me a while to really get into My Hero, because there were so many characters, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh, and yeah. I could not keep them all together. <laughs> Because for Haikyuu, you have, like, your main cast of boys, which is, they don't have a very big team, so it's not that much. So you can know the main team pretty well. But then when they start battling other people and becoming rivals with other teams, all those teams have all these characters on their teams. So, like, Mm -hmm. sometimes it can be a little overwhelming for you, Lisa, to have all these characters. However, the side characters are so fun and they're super memorable. And you kind yeah. of end up rooting for them too, even though you're always rooting for the main character, the main team, the Crossno boys. You somehow end up rooting for the other team as well. Yep, you do. It happens. Yep. Like, I mean, yeah. It's just like, especially the Nekoma team. Yep. The and then, team. of course, Bokuto. I freaking love his uh, team. Bokuto. Just, Bo- I mean, all his teammates, but. There's a character. I want to. Sh- I'm gonna have to send you a clip with no context, Lisa, because Bokuto <laughs> is a trip. This is why there's 45 no, volumes. There's so many oh, side characters. <laughs> <laughs> so, in the anime, would you recommend? I. I mean, Natasha, are you like a a super stickler for subbed or dubbed? So that's actually my next point. But okay. Natasha, me and her have talked about this. Yeah, because I know some people are and some people aren't. For me, I find that if there are, if it's an anime that I'm just starting and it has a lot of characters, I'll start in dubbed and then continue mm-hmm. in subbed if I decide I'm going to continue with it. Because just for me, practically, if I'm watching something new, I'm going to have to watch it in the language I can understand to know mm-hmm. that I will, in fact, enjoy it. And then I usually switch over. I did that with My Hero, Attack on Titan, Demon Slayer. Yeah. And those I loved pretty quickly. Well, not my hero, but I liked it enough where I was watching it subbed after a while. So if that's your next point, maybe yeah, is, so, a, is like the VA VA? Yeah, the VA is like good ish. Okay, that's... so here's here's the thing. <laughs> Subjective, the thing. I guess. <laughs> no, no. Here, here's the, here's the thing. Here's the tea. <laughs> I and Natasha, hundred because we've had so many conversations about this. We cannot really recommend watching it in either sub or dub because it depends on the experience that you want. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the version you should choose. I'm not gonna say like neither option takes away from the greatness of the series. They're both great options. Mm-hmm. However, you know the takeaway is slightly different. So if you want to watch it for the sport. And for the action itself, you should watch it in sub. The only way I can explain that is, like, there's, like, a certain way in which Japanese people express things in sports anime that can really only come through in the subbed version. (laughs) I don't know how else to describe it. Other than that, I know that Natasha, she's over there nodding her head. It's like any (laughs) time Nishinoya is, like, rolling thunder. Like, the way he does it in Japanese is just so much more, like, you just feel it more in Japanese. Yeah. Okay. However, if you want a good laugh and a little free therapy while still enjoying the show, <laughs> you should watch it in dub. Yes, agreed. It, yeah, it may sound like you have to watch it in sub. Honestly, both are great. And frankly, I'd recommend watching both ways because the experience is fun either way. 
Mm-hmm. I will say for me, especially this last holiday season, I was having a real tough time. And I will tell you, I watched Haikyuu and Dub multiple times and it really helped me <laughs> because like it's such a great show. You know, it makes you feel inspired and you have like that really sense of camaraderie like Natasha was saying. But it also the dub is just so hilarious. It's like they just told a bunch of boys, they're like, okay, so remember what it was like in high school. We're not going to give you a script. Here's the gist of what's happening. Go. (laughs) Natasha, if you want to add anything. Yeah. (laughs) So funny. Oh my gosh. So if you want to do like your method, that would be great because, I mean, it would give you a laugh. And (laughs) how many seasons is the anime currently? Or is it done? Four? It's not done. Mm-hmm. Not done. Yeah. What? We had to wait like four years, something like that, for season mm-hmm. four to come out. Of course, as per usual, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's anime. Yeah. Okay, so there's four seasons. So there's 45 volumes of manga. So I, I can probably do like, well, how many episodes per season? It depends. Um, oh, yeah. Season, no anime. <laughs> there's 25 in the first season. Okay, so I might start, like, the first five or so in dub, and then if yeah. I know I'm going to continue, I'll just switch the over to The second season also has 25. Yeah, I was going to say, the second season is really fun to watch in dub as well. Yeah. Okay. That's why I said that you could watch the whole thing in sub and the whole thing in dub, because the shows are completely different experiences. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> the third season only has 10 episodes. And then the fourth season, they just came out with, like, it just released, so it's not dubbed yet. It's not even dubbed yet, so I'd have to watch it dubbed anyway. It is, actually. It is now dubbed, but, yeah, but it's not on, like, any platform. You have to buy the DVD in order to get it dubbed. Uh, But there are some videos on YouTube, because you know how they have, like, those compilation Mm -hmm. videos that I send you all the time? (laughs) They have one for season four, but you can only get it if you buy the DVD. Oh, I did not know that. I love that. Mm-hmm. I really want to watch that. season four now because I want to see what they did with it. I know. So there's 25 in season four. I, okay. Yeah, season four, 25 episodes. I don't know why season two, three only has 10, but. You know, yeah. it's anime. <laughs> yeah. All mm-hmm. worth it. Commitment there. All worth it. <laughs> and then after I got done with all of that I was like I need more I need to know what happens <laughs> yeah so that's where I start reading the manga <laughs> yeah when you get impatient I get that mm-hmm. yeah so I do feel a little bad because I'm just like uh, I probably put you on the spot by asking you to do this I'm sorry no it's <laughs> fine I loved to do it and I loved to hear and talk about it yeah I, I feel like we should definitely have, have- a one piece episode for Natasha to <laughs> maybe convince us to rewatch it or something. Oh my gosh, See, yeah. I don't know. I don't I don't need convincing. I like One Piece. I just don't really like watching it. I like Well no, it. yeah, same. Yeah, I like One Piece it. as well. Good. But it's like it's been a while since I've seen it. But like I know it's like her absolute fave. So maybe her talking about it would like reignite that for me to maybe sit down and binge it like a, a friend of mine did. Yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah. Eddie Hoosies. Back to Haikyuu-ish. Haikyuu, for you, Lisa, and anyone watching, can currently, at the time of this recording, be watched on Crunchyroll in sub. There are no places that have the dub at the moment because they took it off of Netflix, and I'm really sad about it. Unless you have the DVD. I mean, I'm sure there probably is a website somewhere, but 
for all intents and purposes, legally, you can only watch it on Crunchyroll. Wow. Yeah. So, that's all I really have to say about Haikyuu. I do have a recommendation, because I usually do recommendations. I forgot to tell you that, Natasha. Mm. (laughs) For recommendations, I feel like most people recommend Kuroko no Basket or Kuroko's Basketball. If you really like Haikyuu, I feel like that's, yeah, they they are similar-ish. Not really. I can't say they are, but, like, I don't know how to describe it. The vibe <laughs> of it is semi-similar. I'm going to say okay. semi-similar. But I really do recommend sports anime in general. But I think for you, Lisa, and anyone listening, that I would just explore the different types of sports anime because there is probably an anime that showcases any type of sport you're looking for out there. And go from there. I think that if you want to know a little bit more about Kuroko, though, here is my kind of summary, which I'm really bad at summary, so I apologize. So it is about a boy named Kuroko who, despite his lack of presence, loves to play basketball. He comes from a middle school where a famous group of prodigies hails, and they're called the Generation of Miracles. But no one has really ever heard of him, nor do they believe that he's that skilled, and he kind of isn't. But he kind of has like his own skills that make him really great. He doesn't really mind that people don't know about him because all he really wants to do is play basketball his way. Why that like, yeah, play basketball his way, which is kind of why it's called Kuroko's Basketball because he wants to play basketball that's not like focused, like hyper focused on winning. Mostly because he saw the kind of things that it did to the people that he was on a team with, and he just wants to play basketball to play basketball. I mean, there's more to it than that, but that's like the very simplistic version I could say for that. So with that mindset and a new group of teammates, because he goes to like this different high school and, you know, his friend from who, of course, just got back from America and is like really (laughs) up and coming good at basketball. They work together and they compete, but they also have fun. So yeah, I think that's, I don't know. Again, I'm really bad at summaries, but... (laughs) That Ooh, one, Kuroko, cool. can be watched on Netflix and Crunchyroll. Okay. I've heard, besides Haikyuu, I've heard some good good things and mixed-ish things about Yuri on Ice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Would you guys recommend that one? <laughs> I like I Yuri on Ice. Recommend it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have a Yuri on Ice one. button on my backpack. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, I like figure skating, so... I figured I won't hear that, but I've also heard that it can be a little dramatic and servicey. Yes. Yeah, it's like a a really slow burn. Will they? Will they? Won't they? Type thing. I have no idea what the actual relationship between these characters are, but that's like the the gist of things I've heard of Yuri on Ice. So without focusing too much on the characters, <laughs> Yuri on Ice is about figure skating. The way they animate it, absolutely beautiful. The opening is actually oh, what yeah. got me. The yeah. opening is like this really nice watercolor, and the song is actually, it's oh. written by a Japanese person and sung by a Japanese person, but it's sung in English, and it's really like, every time I listen to it, it makes me, again, it makes me feel inspired. Yeah. It makes me feel like yeah. I should just go out there and start yeah. ice skating, and then I'm going to make history by, mm-hmm. maybe not mm-hmm. ice skating, but that I could make a difference <laughs> in the world. It's oh, so, yeah, I know the the opening song. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. really good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I were to focus on the characters, I'd say... Yeah, it is kind of odd. I think that just from having listened to our last couple episodes multiple times because I've been editing them, 
you tend to like characters that don't have a lot of self-confidence in the beginning and then come into their own. I think Yuri does fit that bill a lot because he, in the very beginning, he's like basically debating giving up ice skating. He's kind of let himself go. And he it just, yeah, he has like no confidence in himself. And then the person that he admires most, which is the other character, comes and is like going to be his coach, essentially. And so there's like this kind of back and forth between respect for him and like a love for him, a love for each other, respect for each other as like competitors. And yeah, it does, it does get kind of, yeah, it's a very will they, won't they. And I will say that they have been promising a second season or a movie or something for the longest time. It came out so long ago. The ending was not satisfying. <laughs> oh no. But but it is only 12 episodes, so it's a really yeah. fast watch. So I'm going to get invested and then have to be impatiently really waiting good. for the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Like the rest of mm-hmm. us. Maybe I'll yeah. do. Join <laughs> the I know club. for a fact Join that us. at least has an ending. <laughs> yeah, anyway. tangent. Sorry. <laughs> it's yeah. okay. I will say just a random like other segment. I'm not doing the unrequited merch like I did last time because these ones are quite attainable but I found these two like really cute pieces of merch for Haikyuu and I can send you all the links but Mm -hmm. one of them is on Etsy and somebody made them because so for Lisa every team has like a a mascot and they are often kind of drawn as that mascot so our main boys are the crows they're often referred to as the flightless crows because their school used to be really good and now it's kind of gone downhill and, you know, they're now the underdog team, so they're working their way up. But there's this really cute set of crows on Etsy. Those are adorable. They are super cute. Oh, they're so cute. And I think Watch the way Natasha that they were... Them I think the way they were packaged in this picture, just in a cardboard box saying in need of a good home, that was really smart on their part. I think it was, was very cute. Fabulous. And then my other one is actually from Box Lunch. It is a really nice little sweater. And you know I love sweaters because I'm always cold for literally no reason. Uh, <laughs> but it's just like a sweater that just says Cross No High School on it. Aww, and I like it. Cute. Yeah. So... I'm enabling, at least I'm enabling, <laughs> I'm mostly enabling Natasha at this point, yeah. enabling you to buy these little super cute crows. <laughs> Anyways, I'm going to get yeah. back on track because I want to end this. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Well, I don't want to end it. I don't want to stop talking to you guys, but mm-hmm. for the purpose of the podcast, I'm going to put an end. <laughs> so <laughs> here comes the plug portion because plugs. So mm-hmm. if you would like to be a part of the conversation, you can follow me, Cassie, at Sassy K Creates on Twitter and Instagram. And you can follow me, Lisa, at Broadway Baby. Nope, I spelled that wrong. It's, <laughs> it's B-Way Baby underscore. Nope. I don't what nope. is my well, I don't know my I, word. I don't know what you're doing. I don't either. Okay. <laughs> you can you find, don't know your own handle? <laughs> I don't. You know, it's not like I've had them for years. Anyway, you can follow me, Lisa, at bway underscore baby 425 on both Instagram and TikTok. I also did not know that bway was for Broadway. That's so funny. Yeah, that's what that's, it was shorter, you know. Yeah, that's cute. (laughs) (laughs) Natasha, if you so wish, you can link or uh, plug yourself if you would like anybody to follow you. I'm just T, uh, I don't even know what 
<laughs> well, you don't have to. I just figured since you were a guest, I would give you the opportunity to plug yourself if people were so inclined to do so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my, my Instagram is just Toshwad. Toshwad, that's so cute. Mm-hmm. I love that. I'm going to find you. I'm really bad at social medias, but I'll find you. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. If you have any respectful thoughts, feelings, maybe you have something you would like to add or subtract from something that me and Natasha said, or if you have anything you want us to be as obsessed with as much as you are, you can visit my website, which will still, again, hopefully be up at this point. I don't know. There's some delays, as there is with everything I had planned, but it's fine. It's sassycassie.com where this podcast and all other manners of the abyss have gathered. I'm just going to reiterate our call to action from last time. If you guys have a whole bunch of bullet points that you want to share with us about why you like something, please send that to me. I'm not giving anybody homework, but I'm saying if you feel so inclined, send it to us because that would be so fun. And, you know, if you would like to check out anything else that I am doing, you can follow me on YouTube at Sassy Cassie, or you can leave us a review and tell me uh, how we did, how me and Natasha did, how Lisa did as an audience member this episode. (laughs) (laughs) So with that, I shall sign off with our little outro. Thank you all again for being a part of the conversation and hearing us out.